Having escaped a deadly encounter with dark black puddings carrying a critically injured Farkas, the party finds themselves once again guessing their way through the caverns to find Neverlight Grove. Okay, what happened last time? So, you all are currently crawling out of a three foot wide, probably about six foot long, almost like a fissure in the ground where there's water rushing down. You hear the of black oozes kind of um, getting into the water and trying to climb up the wall, etc. all that fun stuff. And um, you are all out of this temple. It was what we'll call the oozing temple. You climbed out of it, and now you are in a longer tunnel. Um, and it is a green sort of hue to this tunnel from some of the bioluminescence from the fungi that grow alongside this small, what we in the Midwest would call a crick, uh, that goes down by the side of you all. So let, let's drag us all there. And probably the biggest question is, I'm just curious, Rostos, what are you concerned about right now? Well, I just set a very handsome little boy down on the ground. My friend, Farkas. Ooh, handsome. Previously handsome. <laughs> At one time, handsome. Uh, currently now, not. As you set him down... I'll roll him over to check if he's breathing or... Cool. So you roll him over, and mm-hmm. this is Fargus, oh, the shit. halfling. Um, we rolled some death saves for Fargus uh, last session, and I did not tell the party what the rolls were. Um, I, I roll him over and go, Fargus! So as you roll him over, you look at his face, and uh, do you all remember uh, the show Kablam? Yes. Do you remember Melt the Melt Man? Yep. Yeah. Do you remember how his face is just a melted action figure? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That is Fargus's face. I, I look around. Fargus has no eyes, oh. discernible eyes. He has what you could see as maybe what was his mouth, but it is also melted over in certain places, a la Neo in the Matrix when he kind of freaks out in that uh, interrogation room. <laughs> It's, his nose has been mostly melted away. There's a remnant of it, a sort of pustule of it on the side of his cheek. Uh, his hair is largely gone. And as you roll him over, he says nothing. Sorry. Continue on. I, I look around at everyone and go, uh, is he breathing? He is not currently. I, I look around and go, fix him. Can anyone fix him? As I, I grab him put my arms around him. I, I look around the room. Jin is a rock right now. That's right. Oh, are you actually a rock? It became the cavern. That's right. Person. You, you yeah. are a rock. I forgot that. Yeah. So Jin is a rock. Um, I'm, I'm mad and I'm still watching the entrance with Scorching Ray ready in case that black pudding that was kind of near us still is following us. Yeah. Um, if you were, you want to take a peek down there? No, I don't really want to get close to the edge, no. Okay. I mean, it was a long... You all made it up 
Yeah, quite I'm just kind of watching it because now we're just standing here. Right, but you case. would know that it would take a good while for them to get up there, and there is rushing water also coming up. It's just putting two and two together. It's gonna take like a long time for those black puddings to get out of there. Yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of a harrowing experience. So I don't think I'd see myself as turning away from the the door yet. Sure. So you're you're preparing. Um, I won't cost you a spell. Yeah, anything, I'm just kind of standing there, sure, ready, holding my hand out towards it in case something does come out. Okay. Dro will approach Rostos and Neil and uh, lean towards Farkas and uh, assess the damage and see if they're if it's critical or roll medicine check, please. Can I be trying to stop seeing a lot of dead bodies in the the gladiator pit? You're you're like a a nervous uh, like mom when their child gets sick for the first time and they're like not sure what to do, like rushing around, just doing whatever they can in the most helpful way, like truly helpful. So I'll give you advantage on it because Rostos is there. Good on my first roll. Uh, Drew will just kneel down and quickly assess. And 19 plus 2, 21. Yeah, so uh, I'm not sure how good Rostos is as anatomy. While he's not breathing, his heart is beating. Um, so he is he's not breathing through his mouth right now, but he is still alive. Grimly look towards Rostos. He's alive. Barely. Look, someone fix him. I've seen magic here. Fix him. Rostos, look at him. Yes, I can't fix that. With your medicine check, you know that a simple cure wounds, health potion, etc. would, I'm not saying it would do nothing, but it would not bring him back from where he's at right now, which is near catatonic. You don't see any any signs of life coming from him other than the heartbeat. The damage done to him is too much. You've known death before. I have. But I tried to save him. And I, it looks like I, I sort of put my head down. I failed him. Better to be quick. What are you saying? Put him out of his misery. That's a decision only you can make. Dro will stand up and walk away. I'll like press my head to his chest to hear his little his little heartbeat. You hear his little heartbeats. Real slow though. I'm picturing his face looks like partially in between the transformation and the fly. That's uh, it's it's definitely like Carpenter esque. Yeah. Did Carpenter do that movie or is that Cronenberg? Cronenberg. Okay, same same thing. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> you know me. It's Cronenberg Carpenter esque. Absolutely. But I would say also less recognizable as what would be a halfling face. Fuck, man. <laughs> brutal, dude. I'm wondering if I can cut him a new mouth right now. He, so his mouth, again, it's kind of open, <laughs> but it's just sort of melted in certain spots, and there's no breath coming from it. Can I try to give him CPR? Yeah, you can. <laughs> you want to try? Yeah. All right. Uh, you put your big... Bull mouth over his uh, melted over what once was a mouth. And one It tastes bad. Uh, You push down um, and you're plenty strong. Why don't you go ahead and roll a medicine check to see if you can get him breathing. Mm, We'll see what this is. Someone's got sound on. A 16. 16 will do it. Uh, You do hear (laughs) and he does start breathing. Does he have ears still? A bear, they, they, they're sloping down. You actually just, look, as you look at the ear, one of them just falls off onto the ground. But he has one 
ears still. It's falling. It's kind of like just it's further down his face, like down more where like the chin line is. I try, I try to hold it. Yeah, you put if you push the ear yeah, back like a back. sculpture that's uh-huh. falling apart. Yeah. And I'll, I'll tear off another piece of my tunic and try to try to fix <laughs> the ear so you, at least it stays Does there. Rasto say his catchphrase. Oh my God, his <laughs> ears! How can he hear his? Be- Terrible voice. Um, with your medicine check, I, you've probably seen plenty of battles. You know what a coma is. He's in a fucking coma. Uh, he's completely out of it, but still technically he is alive? I don't know. You all would have to make that decision yourself. What is life? Listeners out there, you might have to decide. He's catatonic, though. Oh, yeah. I'm going to, with what I use to carry the egg... If I have any of those scraps left, just throw them in the back and see. I'm like, we can't, we can't have a proper burial for him here. I will bring him. Okay. Um, you tie him up to your back. Um, and then I, I also look at stool, and I'm like, and I look at Dro, and I contemplate that dude that we met that I hated, that wanted to get to Neverlight Grove to fix the problems in his head. Sarah. Sarah. Let's do a best NPC. Quick flashback to Sarah, who was a fellow male drow, unfortunate or unsatisfied with the his lot in life, much like our very own Dro. And so Dro sort of bonded with him, but uh, Sarah had some other issues going on. Um, he really seemed well. Hey, his head was itchy. That guy had an itchy head. He had like red. He had red pustules coming yeah. from his head too. Yeah, he had. He was fine. He was. Uh, the he kept rubbing his head boy. whenever we were fighting, being like, "My head." <laughs> yeah, he got bad migraines all the time, and he really wanted to go to Neverlight Grove. Since we're on our way there, I'm like, I wonder, inside, what can be done for Farkas there, and I'll I'll put him in the back and just try to keep him. Yeah, close. You, you, so you decided. Quick is not better. Well, he's alive. I wonder if I've you seen say these, so. these mushrooms allow us to talk to other people. I wonder what else they're capable of. Um, yeah, so you put him on the back of you, kind of like a, a baby in a, what'd you call it? Like a baby Bjorn or uh-huh. whatever, or a papoose or something? He just yeah. it's completely fucking limp. Uh, just hanging from you. You should be able to carry him, no problem. Like, I throw him on my back. You yeah. Know? Well, encumbrance. You're, I'm sure you're encumb- You're not carrying shit otherwise, right? No. I mean, my encumbrance is like 600 pounds. I yeah. Think. Yeah. It's insane. <laughs> Even when you turn encumbrance on in like D and D, you're like, it's insane. How 270. Yeah, the only problem is if you're a wizard, and you're like, I can barely carry my book. Um, <laughs> Dro will go up to the uh, rope and untie it from the stalag mite or tight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stalagmite that you all tied it up to. Um, and then you gin. pull it up. Who yeah. is gin? Yeah. Oh, who is gin? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Gin, transform from a car and come back to us. Crumple, 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 crumple. <laughs> gin on the rock. Gin <laughs> <laughs> yeah. comes out and does the ta da pose. Gin the rock of the howling dog. I, we have to get out of here. Who knows if those black things chase us? What way are we going to go now? Well, I don't know the directions. Uh, Your little friend does not look so good. Uh, he's taking a short rest. Maybe you should try to slap him awake. Maybe I'll let him sleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, Jen, as you kind of laugh at it and, and maybe walk away from Rostos, Jim Jar's going to come up to you and he's going to be like, hey, hey, Jen, you know what I'm going to ask, right? You know I mean, I know it's I know it's grim, I know it's dark, but I, I mean, you wanna, what do you want? I mean, you you name it. I just think this is a good opportunity to make a bet. You think you think he's gonna make it? Jin, Jin is just quiet for a minute, and all the gins are in her head. All in the gins are discussing gins. very quickly what bet she's going to make. Jin will take fifty that he is alive. That he will make it, but how far should we make the bet till? Are you asking me? You you kind of zoned out there for a minute. Oh, I'd say, yeah, yes. I was asking you. Yeah. Yes. So. All right. All right. Fifty gold. And Jin will, Jin will take that he that the, the, the tiny mutated one will make it to the grove. That's a bad bet. Take it. Yep, yep. And he shakes your hand and walks away. He's just kind of whistling along. Uh, yeah. That sucks. That was... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jen also has a madness where she has to laugh and not take things seriously in the most serious of moments. Uh, describing the laughter. Uh, okay. Um, Stool and Rumpadump, the two Myconids... Um, they are actually standing over in another direction along um, the river. Can you all see the map I put you in? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Along the, it's a, I, should, I said river. I meant creek. See. Um, and they are standing over here. I'm just going to represent them with Nico, or sorry, with uh, with stool right now. Um, they are standing over in this direction, and they say to you, "All we have to do is follow this creek." It should lead us to the grove. Well, that certainly worked out, getting out of there. We should probably start moving before these puddings catch up. You heard him. Let's go. And I look at my manager. It might not be close, but we could follow this crick. Better than nothing. We might find a swimming hole upon the way. Okay, and I'll just pick up stool and put him on my back again. Last swimming hole went swimmingly. It did not. No. <laughs> I look at Jim Jar and I'm like, hey, that white towel you have there. And then I grab an- another javelin off yeah. my back and affix the white towel. I'm like, you and I are on sweeping duty. Uh, all right. You are my, uh, I am your manager. I guess I gotta help you out with that. Well, this is Farkas' work and he's incapacitated. Mm-hmm. He sure is. You know what they say about shaking a baby? Don't. No, they say do it. It's good for them. Helps them grow. All right. Uh, interesting. I didn't see you as a father person. Oh, you know me. I've got plenty of knowledge about things. Good idea, Rastos. Give the rope back to Jin. Okay. Okay. Establish order, start moving. Yep, uh, I'm sure you're all going in the standard order of uh, Dro kind of up front with the Myconids, Nico not far behind, then Jin and uh, Fargus, Rostos, and uh, Jim Jar taking up the rear. Sounds about right. Yes, sir. Sounds great. Let's roll a d20 for encounters. Who wants to do it? As you all march onward into the darkness of the Underdark, further Six. in the right direction. Oh, sorry. Six. Six. Mm-hmm. Oh. 
No. I don't like no, that. No. That's a strong, I don't like that sound. No. That's a good number, isn't it? Prime? <laughs> yeah. Isn't it a prime number? Definitely not prime. Yeah, Two, three, yes. you can go into that bad boy. <laughs> mm. Sound it seemed like a prima. Okay. That was you awesome. can't. You that can't great. do that. What do you mean I can't do that? I just did. That was the sound of me and Elliot making out. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> we got told when we weren't allowed to do that anymore. Okay. Um, fortunately, this is an encounter table, which, you know, they're kind of all over the place, and you all do not run into anything immediately. Um, it is quiet. You hear the, I don't know if you all have heard running water in a while. Um, you've heard creepy dripping water, but there's something probably somewhat pleasant to some of you. Maybe gin? Having grown up in the woods, uh, something pleasant about running water. Um, but there's a constant stream going on next to you, and it goes, it, it varies its its width and its ferocity, the amount of water. But you know, it goes from being about five feet wide, it gets a little bit skinnier at some points, um, and you all follow it for a while until you hear from a cave up in front of you. You just hear some laughing and a little bit. Pleasant music. <laughs> Laughing from two voices. Or one voice, I should say. One voice. Drill will just continue moving, just slow down, and kind of assume everybody is aware of the... Kind you of slow down. The two Mykonids are just going pr- like pretty quickly like head on. I let him. Okay, <laughs> you let them. Unless Nico is have anything to do with stool. Yeah, I'd imagine I'm like, kind of like holding him up. Yeah. Just kind of like standing behind him, just holding him. You hold him up, rumping up, notices that, and he stops. Um with you, Nico. Uh, and they kind of look at you, Dro. Then we just move slowly forward. Kind of approach as a group. Very distant. <laughs> Santa Claus. Oh, oh, oh. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not get it. Is it a, a normal laugh or is it like a, a bad guy in anime laugh? Yeah, 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 yeah. I will, I'll tell you this. Uh, <laughs> it is a deep laugh that would come from a very large body. Okay. Uh, like large lungs would create this laugh. A large okay. diaphragm? Yeah, like a, a big hearty laugh. Yeah, not fa- it's not, San- I mean, Santa Claus kind of fucked me up because that's the only thing I can think of. <laughs> but, you know, like just boisterous. That's yeah. still Santa Claus, motherfucker. <laughs> Christmas is over. Santa's not boisterous. He's silent as a ninja. That's he's not. House, have you heard that fucker house, laugh? In and out of houses without anyone knowing? Yeah, because he doesn't laugh. If he laughs, he's done for. <laughs> I, I caught him at my house one year. All right, moving along. No more Santa talk. Christmas what, is in over. Your, in your mother's bed. Wow. So, Whoa. I'm Santa's son. <laughs> You're a real elf that makes now. Me his grandson. <laughs> is Santa an elf? I don't know. I assume he has elf spawn, though. Spawn? Good Fuck. God, man. What's your idea of Santa <laughs> so Claus? Like a hand clean? Let's get eyes on the elves <laughs> before we do anything. Don't like him. Tell you that much. Uh, I, can I... Can we play telephone up the line and be like, Hey, ask Nico what uh, if those mushrooms know what that laugh is. I, I think you're all gathered together. You can oh. ask that really easily. <laughs> we don't have to play telephone. I feel like that's going to end up bad for the party, knowing some of the madness involved here. We'll just say you can ask uh, you can ask directly the the, the Rostos, and, uh, you love asking the NPCs every time we encounter something. But well, they, they ran up like, excitedly. I just, almost. I just think there are many different ways to never like Grove. 
I don't really know them. I unfortunately left once, would never want to leave again. All right. Um, they don't sound uh, too worried about being spotted or heard. Why don't we just go get a quick eye on them? All right, well, yeah. go for it. Jim thinks it sounds fun. All right. Okay. So, Dro, as you go, you see a series of sort of um, God damn, what's it called? You go up. Mesas, like you said? Mesas, yeah. Mesas sort of stacked up, but they're they're definitely climbable. You know, they're not super, super steep. Mesas that go further and further up. And at the top of the highest one, it's about, mm, see, these are five-foot spaces. I'd say it's like, considering the, the height distance as well, probably all in all 80 feet from you. Uh, kind of diagonally upwards. You see a light coming from this, uh, these multiple um, bioluminescent fungi, right? This green light that has been throughout this cavern in various areas uh, along the river. And this one's up against the cavern wall. And on the highest plateau, that's the word, plateau, um, you see a two figures. I'm not sure you can quite see what they are yet. But you do see that they're sitting at like an outside bar and one of them is sitting at the bar one of them is serving them and they are laughing very loudly if i were to be able to gauge an approximate height from where i am of this creature yeah so i was saying like 80 feet directly from where you're at so like you have clear sight of them absolutely uh do you want to roll a perception yeah just roll a perception let's see if you can how much you can see i'll that's insane. 27. Oh, fuck. Okay. We'll just describe the whole scene to you. Then. So, <laughs> and I'll describe ass, this for all you all. What you see ass. is you see a um, almost lizard-like being uh, sitting at the bar with a tail, very, very large chest, gray scales, gnashed teeth, right? Uh, except for when they laugh. And they are holding a giant stein. But they're wearing clothing, I don't know if you know what a troglodyte is, but they are a troglodyte with a 27, I think I can tell you that. And you live in the Underdark anyway, so you would know that. Um, giant char- troglodyte. They, I, in my mind, they're like seven feet tall, right? Big fucking mounds of meat, right? Except their clothes are not, I, most troglodytes are naked and stinky. This one's wearing a nice purple vest and nice black skinny jeans. Serving, your my your your eyes are kind of surprised by this. Like, holy crap, that's a troglodyte lizard, wearing clothes. Oh wait, that is a tentacle-faced being wearing red robes. Serving it, who's not talking, they're just merely gesturing, and then the other one is laughing, and they're making drinks for them and having a grand old time. Uh, this is a mind flare. Uh, if you were not certain. <gasps> Jin will start to walk up. I will as at, well. At a regular pace. Okay. Both uh, Jin and Dro approach. Jin, do I not have you on this? I moved myself. Oh, you moved yourself. Um, as you all approach, they both make eye contact with you very quickly. And you hear inside of your mind. Well, it seems that we have visitors. Ooh. And yes. the troglodyte looks at you 
and he just says, nothing for a second, sort of narrows his eyes a little bit, and he just smiles and he says, come drink with us. Got any elf size glasses? We can probably find something that you'll be okay with. Bully up to a stool. All right, you all go up to a stool. Uh, aren't we being chased down here? Didn't you hear alcohol? And I'm starting to climb up. <laughs> <laughs> this is Jin, and this is Droll. Um, hold on, just give me one second. And the Mind Flayer is going to stare at everyone who has approached and just kind of make a quick flash with their eyes, and you all can all understand them telepathically. Um, so you can contact, you can speak with the Mind Flayer telepathically, or you can speak with the Troglodyte uh, vocally. Both of those are totally fine. Jin is um, going to look at the Mind Flayer, and the red phaser comes around her face and eyes, and she's going to establish psychic whispers with the Mind Flayer and say out loud, Jin can do that too. Oh, that's very nice. Wow. I will say I've never, well, no, yes, I have. I have met many elves who can do that. But yes, that is great. Jin likes you, that's, tentacle face man. I not normally call to that, but I, uh, I appreciate your immediate benevolence. Absolutely. Uh, my name is Grazalax. This is Dietz. And, um, I'll be honest, it's rare that we get visitors in this parts, but we sort of move this bar here and there whenever we have a moment. Uh, as we're traveling around, we take a, we stop for a drink, and we're very happy to have you join us. Don't find many travelers needing respite down here? Oh, we used to. Things have changed, as I'm sure you've, you look like... He kind of looks over at Fargus a little bit. You look like you've seen some unfortunate things. I just throw him up on the, on the bar table. <laughs> you just slam the little body up there. He's fine. Absolutely. You have anything for, for him to wake him up, maybe? Before I inspect that, why don't I see if I can trust you first? Who are you exactly? The Howling Duck. Oh, the Howling Duck. Oh, you've met our good friend. Slippy Doo. Yes, we did. We have. Your mind races back to not long after you escaped the Dark Elves, you ran into a Kuatoa named Sloopy Doop, who was who actually joined you for a short moment and traveled with you a little bit. Um, can you all remember anything about Sloopy Doop? Yeah, he, he was a part of the Brilliance, the group of uh, the Society, Society of Brilliance. Brilliance. Yes, he was a and member he of the was, Yeah, he, he told us to go to the, uh, the Great Library if you ever wanted to meet like everyone there. Mm-hmm. He told you to go to the, the the great library, which exists in the direction of Menzo Baranzan. He, um, he helped out with some healing, I think, too. Or like, yeah, he showed a, us. He was with us when we camped in the mushroom forest. Uh, he showed us the way to basically when we got to the wedding. Yeah, he showed you the way to Slubludop. Yeah. Um, but Sloopy Doop also, yeah, I think he did heal you guys. He was more of a pacifist. Uh, he didn't fight too much, but um, he... Uh, yeah, he, he was a member of the Society of Brilliance. And if you remember what the Society of Brilliance uh, did, what he told you was, we are simply trying to solve all of the Underdark's problems. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> lofty goals. But he did mention there are other members that you might run into. And you had heard about Grazalax from someone once before. Oh, I have their book. You do? It's the Fungus book. Uh-huh. Who you bought from? From, uh... 
Oh man. Hemeth. This Hemeth. is all Hemeth. the podcast. Yeah, Hemeth's so. his name. That's right. That's there right. There was a traitor they ran into. The cool, the coolest looking Durgar. The most ever. badass with fucking a dwarf. Mohawk, an yeah. orange fire Mohawk. Yeah, uh, a Durgar traitor who led them to Grackelstuck. And got um, us in. Huh? Got us in. And helped you get in, yeah. And then he kind of went on his own way. But he told you, hey, there's like this tentacle-faced guy around here who wrote this book. Um, he's a really nice guy. And when I said tentacle-faced, you guys were like, what the fuck? Because he very much is a mind flayer. Uh, but yeah, you do possess his uh, book, which is, I think it's uh, Types of Fungi in the Underdark, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, so we're like, yeah, we know we know this, uh, these players. And are you part of this society? Does he have a little badge or something? No, they do not. Um, okay. But... He will say to you, Why, yes, in fact, both of us are. Both me and Dietz. And Dietz just sits there and flexes a little bit. Which, can anyone who's interested in the history of troglodytes roll a history? Or I'll give you even a nature check? I would do a history check. Yeah. 14. Okay. I think that'd be good enough, but we'll see what Nico gets. 14 as well. Okay, so both of you all know they're dumb as shit. Like, usually they're very, 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 very base and very dumb and very instinctually motivated, right? Um, so the fact that you're even watching one interact with a mind flare, let's do another history survival or uh, nature. I, I guess well, that's survival. Crit one. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing as last time. 14? 14, yeah. Okay, so well, you know mind flares are hyper-intelligent beings from what you've heard about, what you've read about. Right, I would say that homes. right now my jaw is like agape, seeing like two basically creatures I would never probably think I'd ever see in my life. And also I'm holding the book of One what of I didn't know was actually a mind flare. And it's like this is like a legendary creature of storytelling from, you know, surface world. And it's like, I have a book written by a mind flare who's now standing in front of me. Uh-huh. A book written in uh, Undercommon, right? right? You speak Undercommon, right? No. A book written in Common, then. Yeah. Uh, if you turn it upside down, the other side's in Undercommon, so yeah. Drew could read it. <laughs> yeah. It's Ed time! Subscribe to our Patreon. All your support helps. Buy sick merch at wearatstudios.com. Follow us on Instagram. Twitter, look at our Facebook and Twitch. Subscribe to our YouTube to see what we do behind the scenes. We're Rap Studios and Stress Super Cool! Yeah! Yeah, very good. So, uh, and then he says, Well, I've heard about the, the Howling Dark from Sloopy Doop. You are trusted members. He said that you were, uh, you were slaved, slaves for the, the drow. Yes. And you escaped. Under Ilvara Mizram. Yes. We're still escaping. While he's uh, asking you this, he is having different um, glasses and bottles float around and make you various drinks, depending on which one of you uh, asked for a drink, which right now is only you two, meaning uh, Dro and Jin currently. Jin, he is making a uh, a gin and tonic. Um, and... Dro, he is making you he's making you a stout. He's pouring you a nice stout. I feel like that's a good Dro drink. Um, Could I uh, give any of you uh, something to imbibe? Yeah, Dro will take a peek at Rastos. What are you looking like over there with, with uh, Fargus? Just sitting on the table I'm like, well, uh, I guess uh, something to ease my mind and then 
perhaps, you know, wake this one up. If you have anything back there strong enough. Right. He floats four bottles of wine over to Nico and just pops open the tops. And he gives you the biggest tankard of lager you've ever seen in your life. Is it, is it regular sized in my hand? No, it's even oh. big for you. So okay. Which I think for you, you're like, oh, I don't know. That would excite me if I was a big dude. I'm excited by dainty little glasses of wine. I can't drink an entire tankard of ale. I, I take a, I put my, my muzzle in it. I don't know if the front of a, you just, a bull is called. You just, start, you just put your face into it. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, drink and, and talk to dudes for a second. I'll, I'll inspect your friend. He had a, a run-in with some sort of black jelly black creature. black pudding, I can tell already. Oh. He's floating... He's levitating Fargus off of it and rotating him around with, like, telekinetic abilities and just inspecting him. Um, he just, he just... Just give me one second. You see his um, tentacles on his face even go up and sort of touch certain parts of him. Not not in a creepy way, um, although I don't know how that makes you feel, Rostos. I don't know how much you know about mind flares and what they do to brains. Not that much. I, I, I think I'm looking at him, like, wondering, I wonder if he's related to Droki. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, he's um, he's just kind of touching certain parts with his tentacles off his face, but he's not going for the brain. Um, and Dietz turns to you all. He said, so how's the Underdark been treating you? Terribly. I thought it would be a lot more fascinating, but uh, I mean, now meeting you two here is actually the most fascinating part, and I'm actually inspired to write again after seeing this. Well, I take that as... A great compliment. Absolutely. Absolutely. Give me one second. He walks over to the side and just farts really loudly, which, based on your all's nature's text, troglodytes just stink. They just fucking stink. So he just farts really loudly and he comes back. I'm sorry, it's just sort of, you know, that is my genetic buildup. It's fine. We're stinky, man. I, I wouldn't even noticed. Oh. Well, we're not one to judge. Tell me, what have you been noticing uh, around the Underdark, uh, the area that you've seen around uh, this whole region? Which I, I realize that, from what I've heard from Sloopy Doop, you've traveled quite a ways. Chaos and madness. A lot of abyssal deities wrecking the world. Come again, that was a bit of a load you just <laughs> dropped on me there. Uh, abyssal deities basically uh, destroying every city we've been in? Gracklestow. Sloopy Doop. We knew Slubly-Dop was destroyed, but by a demon? A demon lord? Abyssal deities? The Demogorgon destroyed Slubly-Dop. Oh, okay, yeah, you had to drop that name. Great, 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 yeah. Okay, uh, and Gracklestalk, what, what's what's happening there? There was a faction of citizens worshipping Demogorgon and trying to bring him there as well. We only just narrowly escaped their plot. Okay, is uh, did he go there too? No, not quite the fate that Gracklestow had. It was a very handsome man. And then he turned into a kind of more big, handsome man. But no, oh, Demi that Gorgon, so bad. Demigorgon did not get summoned. I'm sorry, what was that, Nico? The city will still be there, but under different control. Okay. But um, our friend, our friend, he's a nice guy, sort of. Okay. Um, is he a guy? You said he was a guy, and then he got a... He's a demon. Oh. Oh, okay. So you're friends of these demons. Tien would say not really, but we kind of made a sign to think that it's a nebulous... 
In times like these, the fact you're telling me this information, just give me one second. He's going to really quickly write down a bunch of stuff. Which also, the fact you see a troglodyte writing, he holds the pencil like it's a fucking sword. You know, just mm -hmm. like gripped mm -hmm. in his hand and just draws like really big characters. He goes through pages like crazy. But he's still writing. Um, the fact you're coming up with this information, I, I, I can piece this together. You probably did what you had to do to survive. I'm not going to judge too much if you consider the demon lord your friend. You got to do what you got to do in those types of situations. Is that fair? That's fair. You know, That's a fair assessment. when in the underdark. Is there an end to that saying? or When in the underdark, just do whatever. That, there <laughs> it is. We <laughs> heard that before. That's amazing. Have you... Have you thought about being like a travel agent or something, or maybe like a promotional marketing guru? I believe Nico wanted to at first down here. I how's just, that, how's I that? just kind of wanted to learn about it and write a story, and this is turning out to be a little bit over my head. Oh, you're a writer. Yes. Oh, yes, Grasselax is somewhat of a writer, too. He dabbles in writing in common and undercommon. Oh, yes, I have uh, one of his books, and I was hoping he would sign it, too. Oh, wow. Well, I'm sure you would. <laughs> he's now, as you look over, he's probing, he's probing uh, his tentacles kind of, like, in just different areas. Not in the head, not in the head, but just sort of examining. And then he puts Fargus back down. Hey, Grasselax. Grasselax will say, Oh, uh, yes, just one more. Let me tell them about their dear friend. Trouble kind of sidle up next to Rastos. Are you prepared to hear... The worst and you're prepared to do what needs to be done if it is that way i'm ready for anything okay jenna's prepared to win 50 gold i don't know what that means that sounds cruel <laughs> that you would be betting on such a thing however <laughs> however he's still there and he's still salvageable yes whether or not he'll be the same i can't guarantee whether or not he lives is entirely in your hands. My magic, my intelligence, my psionic abilities are of no use here. I did my best to stable his vitals, and they're stable. I would say he has about a week before he really, really kicks the bucket. What sort of... Since you are of a great mind, what sort of magics would you say he requires, or medicine? Only that which I've read and heard about, and would only dream to be able to, to control those of the divine, those of extreme, extreme medical reassurance. I don't think those exist down here. I would think that they would exist in one place, though I don't recommend you go there. Um, you, you're, you're from the surface. This is quite obvious. Um, is it my skin? Uh, you know, it's it's also the fact that one of you is a wood elf. That's what we did. One of you is a hobbit, although he's not really a hobbit halfling. Uh, and he is well, what used to be a halfling. And yes, that you are a, a minotaur. One T, uh, we see you every once in a while. That's fair. But yeah, you on the other hand, you're from around here, somewhere close to here. Yes, I am. Yeah. What's up with that? Like I said, Elvara captured us at Valkenvelve. 
I know Vulcanville, but I don't know if but the same dark elves from Men's Operanza, which is where I know that they have the magic that could heal your friend Fargus. Now, do I recommend that you go there? No, I do not, unless you want to be enslaved once again. You've heard it. You've heard it, Rastos. Now, that does not mean that I have overlooked or that I have not overlooked something else that could help your friend. Perhaps if you're able to get back to the surface, back to where you would know to go now, I've never been to the surface. I don't really care to go. I care to make the Underdark a better place. To be fair on the surface, your kind is kind of fictional and terrifying. It's a kind of a terrifying bedtime story. After meeting you know, though, this is actually a very enlightening experience. Let's just say that I'm not well liked by my own kind either. I can understand that. Mm-hmm. A lot of us have that in common. Here, <laughs> yes, absolutely. Wow, it's almost like we're all a series of rejects conveniently put into a ragtag group of heroes. The island of misfits. Mm. Rastos, you came from the pits, did you not? That I did. You've seen death. You've seen people linger on death far too long. I have. What peace could he know? I do not know what... This is selfish what you do. This is for you, not for him. Is it selfish to try to save something? After what we just heard, yes. A week to live. The cure is at the surface from Menzo Baranzin. It'll only slow you down, man. Again, I... I just want to reiterate, I am not omniscient, I am not all-knowing, there could be other means out there. I'm just saying that it looks grim. I think you could have told that by the fact that he's missing an ear and one I put back on earlier. Yes, I tried fixing that with my tunic. I, 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 I tried to put it back on as well, I, I think you're going to be continuously reattaching the ear. Rastas. We got him away from the puddings. We can give him a proper burial. That's all you can do. Well, uh, in the meantime, I'm just gonna weekend at whatever bear- Benny's this guy. And carry him around. Weekend at Benny's? Bernie's. Bernie's. <laughs> I don't know weekend at Bernie's. I know weekend at Benny's. I read that book. Yeah, we, Weekend at Benny's, it's a famous uh, surface story about this man that used a, a dead man as a puppet. Mm-hmm. So, don't worry, and I'll hold Farkas up and be like, Hey, I'm singing songs right now about things that Rastos likes. I know. We're all really fucking losing it, aren't we? <laughs> 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 Sorry, it took a moment to... <laughs> Um, and, uh, uh <laughs> Grazalax is gonna look to, uh, Nico. Is, is this, is this the thing you did? This is really sad. Um, no, but this is, yes, yeah, this is actually kind of sad. <laughs> Grazalax is gonna look deep into your eyes, and he's just gonna sort of look pretty far. Can you make, a an intelligent saving throw? Alrighty. Ooh, that's, uh, eleven. You're a very smart individual, Nico, but um, something in you has changed. Something in all of you has changed, it seems. Yes, absolutely. Jin would say, look at that tattoo on the neck. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Nothing's changed with Rastos here. 
<laughs> Ross, let's go ahead and make a madness saving throw. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god, yes, seriously. Mine's <laughs> uh, cracking. Um, and then while it's a, it's while you're doing that puppet thing and you all are watching it like ghastly, this is fucking morbid well, what you're seeing right now. Jin's you're, laughing probably. Yeah, Jin loves <laughs> it. Jin's like a fucking well. five-year-old at a puppet show right now. You all are watching this bar ever. abomination on agency and life itself. Um, and Grazalax and uh, Dietz are going to go talk for just a moment while this is happening. There's kind of conversation, catching each other up on the information that you all have told them. Um, and uh, Rostos, make a wisdom saving throw. That's an eight. Okay. Good charisma? A wisdom. Oh, okay. Let me roll that. Boom, boom, boom. That's a five. Okay, you failed. Um, <laughs> what level is this? This will be number three. Oh, we got yes. an indefinite yes. 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 You go right, crazy, roll too. D100. You've really earned this one. <laughs> yeah, you really did earn this one. <laughs> I've got the same thing uh, you have now. 99. Wow. Wowza. We're going to butt <laughs> heads, man. <laughs> or should I re-roll? Rostos, no, 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 no. His was from uh, Gratz table. Do you know how many tables of madness there are in Out of the Abyss? True. One. We shouldn't assume anything. I think there's like 10. <laughs> No, there's more than that. There's a lot. You are playing this sick puppet game with your friend Fargus, um, who you hear, you know, like his ankles cracking a little bit. Uh, you see his ear kind of slide down a little bit. You push it back into place. His mouth rips a little bit further open than where it was. And you start to think about what did this? You think back to the black puddings. It's not just the black puddings. You think about who did this. You think about the bartender and Gracklestock you hated. You think about the drow that captured you. You think about all the people in the pits that you have killed. And you think, I've discovered that I really like killing people. That does not mean that you are gonna attack your allies immediately but you enjoy murder or fighting or combat. You could do it that as you like, but that is an indefinite madness. So a little business as usual. Uh, yeah, I think your bloodlust is going to be... No, you were the guy who parlayed in the middle of a rage. I think it's going to get turned yeah. up a little bit. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah, true, the, true. There's or, no more making friends with... Uh, or maybe no more retreating. <laughs> yeah. yeah, or the carnival of friends that you've NPC'd. Yeah, collected. the carnival of NPCs is now going to be the carnival of den- dead NPCs. There's no so yeah, a little bit business. I'll, I'll do it a, a what I will. I don't think he's going to blindly just kill himself to die or to try to kill no, himself. No, I don't think so either. Said yeah. that. I don't think so either. Uh, these, again, these are all up for interpretations, and I think that that's... What makes it fun? That's why they're vague. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at I'm looking at Farkas in the. Can you uh, stop, please? <laughs> now, I want to say face, but he's not a face. The screen he doesn't even have What face. once was a face? Mm-hmm. And I'm imagining him singing, and then I see his face. I see his face there, sort of just singing at me, smiling, and I'm like, "I'll protect you. I'll always protect you." And then I just put my head into the the big tankard, drinking. Yeah, I, I can hear Farkas. Singing. That's up there on fucked up things that have happened at the table. I think it's great. I love it. <laughs> that was pretty grim. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, as you're drinking, the songs of 
what Fargus was singing that made you jump down into the uh, pool just echo in your mind just a little bit and you just try to drown it out with alcohol mm-hmm. which as we all know does not work um, and the the two members of the brilliance of society are going to come back to you and uh, Deets is going to say well at least he stopped that that was I mean wow <laughs> wowie zowie that was something else holy shit I mean the Underdark is, I know for you all as surface dwellers, weird, and I know it's gotten weirder, but wow, y'all. What's most alarming is he's the one who's been holding up the best among all of us. Got bad news for you, bud. No longer. <laughs> Very bad news indeed. All right, listen up. We got to get going. As you'd imagine, we can't just keep this bar, you know, just set up in one place, especially now, days. And as you're say, as he's saying that... Um, you all step down from your stools because you notice they are shrinking and kind of combining into the wood panel of the bar as the bar starts to fold up very delicately with all the glassware into this cube. And Grazalak just picks it up very delicately. Um, but you all still have your drinks. You still have your drinks. Um, and uh, and you have your four bottles of wine, Nico. And um, Dietz is going to say, we want to help you. We think you are a, a force of we're not sure if it's a force of good, um, based on what we heard, but you're a force within the Underdark, and we would like to ally with you. But He burps. You accept our help? A- Absolutely. Everyone would gladly. Yes. Okay, okay. I guess we're already allies of the brilliant societies, yes, right? Society of Brilliance, yeah, I would, I mean, no, you met one of us. Just because you met one of us doesn't mean you're like our ally or anything. We'd gladly uh, accept your help. Okay. More like ally adjacent. Ah, uh, sure. Stop, stop, stop. You're, you're our allies now. We're, that's fine, right? Yes. Yes. Nico, the one with the tattoo that's real creepy. I don't know. I have, like, all of a sudden, I really don't. I feel this wine is making me lose my resolve, so I don't I don't think I need to drink anymore. Okay. I'm going to ignore that. <laughs> Here you go. And they're going to put four potions in uh, the hands of each of you, right? They give two of you potions of climbing. They give two of you greater healing potions. I will keep track of it in the party inventory unless anybody wants a very specific thing. I think we should each accept one as we got them because of the madness of like don't touch each other's stuff and shit. Let's each roll a d4 um, and see what y'all get. One, two, three. Also three. Okay, so I'll say that the odds are going to be climbing potions. So let's give it climbing potion to Dro, climbing potion to Nico. Healing potion to Rostos, healing potion to Jen. Is that fair? Yes. Okay. I wouldn't take a healing potion. I still have one as well. Okay, well, I'm sorry, Jesse. Well, I'm just saying, I know nice. I'm party. sorry. What do you want? Here's a plus five wand of Leviosa <laughs> from Harry Potter. Is that what you want? Sick. No, I, I get a snitch. <laughs> Can I get a snitch? A snitch? <laughs> oh, God. Let's not even fucking do this, dude. Um, Wait, we quit? Is that what you mean? Do we just yeah, we're, we're done. Yeah. We're done. Everyone just stand up and leave. <laughs> Can I have Oathbow? <laughs> <laughs> You're just smiling in the back and raising your hand. Can I have Oathbow, please? Yeah. Um, and uh, they're both going to um, 
Grazalax is going to walk up to you, Rostos. And he's going to say, I truly hope that you're able to save your friend. I wish I could have been more help. Ah, it's okay. This place is sort of about losing everything. Can I disagree? Yeah. What I've noticed, and don't get me wrong, I've grown up here, so... I have a different point of view on it. I believe the Underdark doesn't make you lose everything. I believe the Underdark makes you realize what is truly important to you. Uh, but at what cost? That's the question that you have to answer. I believe I may be holding it and looking at it, but... That's what I'm thinking, Rostos. Now, like I said, I don't know all the answers. I'm just telling you, if you want the extreme version, Menzo Baranzin or the surface holds that. Now, the surface I know nothing about, so that is just wishful thinking. However, I know that Menzo Baranzin really appreciates their slaves, and they're actually very quick to heal up those who are injured in order to put them back into servitude. Never. Good luck, my friend. Thank you. Thank you for trying. Uh, Dietz is over there. He's trying to pick up Jin to push them over their head, like doing like, um, like, uh, military cur- press. What's that? Military press. Military press above their head, just because they're tiny. Mm-hmm. Do you let that happen? Oh yeah. Okay. I mean, then <laughs> yeah. Jin will make a few. We'll do the a side pose with their arm in like the triangle shape too. Yep. Yep. And he's as strong as I am, smart. Uh, and Dietz will toss you off and catch you. All right, best of luck to all of you. We gotta get going. Um, but hey, there's a couple more members out there. Society Brilliance. If we don't meet you in the future, I pray that we see each other again. If you do see them, tell them to contact Grazlax. He's kind of our leader. Hey, Dietz, before you leave, uh, I'm a bit of a, a strong man myself. He wants to have an arm wrestling contest. All right. Just curious, and I, I haven't sized him up at all. I have no idea if he's way larger than me, but oh uh, no, I think you all are about like what? Again, I keep on comparing you all to basketball players, uh, but I think you're all about Giannis Antetokounmpo size. Sure, a little thicker, but yeah, thicker, yeah. But height wise, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's let's do it. Um, <laughs> Just so, to have some fun down here. You go find a rock uh, that is um, kind of good for elbow position for both of you all. Okay. You find a rock, and um, they put their hand up, ready to arm wrestle. And this is just for fun, friend. We're allies. Of course. It's just been a while. All right, let's roll. Uh, let's just do a strength. Dirty 20. I got cocked. All right, I got uh, an 18. So it's a hard-fought battle, and you you realize this thing is like, okay, for someone as well-spoken and as well-dressed with that purple vest and those skinny black jeans, wow, uh, they you're they are pretty fucking strong, uh, but you do manage to best them and put them down. And Dietz loves it. Dietz fucking loves it. There's no one in the Society of Brilliance who can like would ever even dare do that because it might break their arm off. Like imagine like. A jock from a football team, like a defensive linebacker, hangs out with the chess club. He's going to kill them if he touches them. Mm-hmm. He'll just explode mm-hmm. upon impact. So, uh, yeah, he loves it. He's laughing up a storm. <laughs> Not the Santa Claus laugh. Fuck. 
still sound like Santa Claus, didn't it? Mm-hmm. No. Fuck, Santa, was... Dude, Santa Claus doesn't smoke like a pack I'm not having a good time. Yeah, he just sounded like he was <laughs> sick or something. Sick Santa. <laughs> sick Santa laugh. Drew offered Grazlax a handshake. Yeah, you feel the slimy cool. embrace of the cool. mind player. I'll, I'll hold yeah. the book out. Can you please sign your book for me? Oh, well, you have this. Uh, did you enjoy it? Yes, I think it's, it's been very, very useful for us. Definitely. It, Helped us greatly. It was um, my first work in common and undercommon. Very, very basic knowledge, but I would hope that it assisted tourists like you. Well, it's an honor to, you know, actually meet the writer of a book from down here. Um, And then he... Takes. Uh, Do you have something to write? With? Yes. Now pull up my quill. He takes his quill and a tentacle, <laughs> and then signs it in uh, a weird series. Okay. So what do you notice he's doing on it? Uh, and this is actual uh, mind flare lore, because you know how how I feel about mind flares. What he does is he puts a series of really far dots and dashes in with series a different amount of pressure. And you can tell after he's done, he wipes his tentacle over it. And you can tell that the way that they read is actually by rubbing their tentacles upon things. Oh, cool. So it's like a braille. Yeah, it's like a braille, but it's like a reverse braille almost. Neat. Yeah. Well, that's fucking cool. Like the language is dope, or their red yeah. language. Mind really flares cool. are dope. And then also, before we leave Dietz, uh, could I hear your version of Draconic? Because I know the Wanti and the Trogodites have a, a varying uh, dialect of Draconic. Can I just hear you speak a few words? I can't. Do I recognize that? Yeah, totally. Is? You can understand it. It sounds a little bit funny. Uh, he just said, like, um, he's like, why? I've never met someone in a while who is willing to speak Draconic or something. Well, yeah. Like well, that. we also both would speak shitty Draconic, like our own versions of it. Which yeah. Is, that's a, it's like, like a heavy It's like accent. a huge, yeah, it's a weirder dialect. But also, since you neither of you speak it fluently, you both really enjoy talking it with each other. Uh, so he, he definitely loves that and gives you another clasp on the back for sure. No, one day, though, I'm trying to rise up the purebloods to basically throw off the, uh, the wanted captors of ours. I, I mean, I know that you're kind was also bred like mine. I don't mine. know what that means, but um, you know what? Uh, <laughs> best of luck to you, bud. I really hope that your friend saves your other friend. I hope that you uh, save all your other friends and uprise against whatever you just said. Uh, that sounds <laughs> like a can of worms I'm not super interested in. I'm sorry to be dismissive, but yeah. Oh, quite all right. I you know, just figured I'd float the idea by hey, Nico, uh, if I'm being honest here, we're kind of creeped out by you. That's quite all right. <laughs> uh, just, the Underdark is a fine place. People think that it's, you know, surface dwellers especially, dangerous or whatever. That's that's a new thing that we are, what's your experience? Can you just promise me that you'll leave this place better than how you found it? Oh, of course. My, my dealings have nothing against the denizens of the Underdark, only the... One T above me. Right. Okay. Uh, you know what? An enemy of my friend is also an enemy of mine. There's a saying that goes like that, I think. Shouldn't he know it? Isn't he brilliant? Oh, no. I mean, he's the, he's, again, he's still a troglodyte. The fact he's wearing clothes is impressive. He's not the smartest member of the Society of Brilliance. Um, yeah. Just, just do good. Sure. Sure, I can do that. All right. Well, be seeing ya. <laughs> can I give him the predator arm handshake? Yep. 
Yeah, absolutely. You all do the the handshakes. Uh, greetings to mate. You all met with two more members of the uh, Society of Brilliance, um, and they head off in the opposite direction. The, the direction that you all came in, they walked down that way. Um, and Watch out. There's black puddings on the way. Newly noted. <laughs> 